Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. You know, um, I have experienced firsthand compassion because about four years ago now, I started the journey of sponsoring a compassion child. And I would say it does as much for me as it does for my sponsor child, Onse. She is actually in Indonesia. But I love compassion because I love what Mage said. They are Christ-centered and they're church. They work through churches and they're all about the child. And these children aren't just getting a better lifestyle. They're getting to know about God and their wee lives are being transformed. I even love the letters because my little girl, Onse, she tells me what we, you can give extra donations at any time of the year. So I like on her birthday or at Christmas to like give her a little present. So the last uh, thing I gave her at Christmas, she told me that she bought some new clothes and shoes that she was going to wear to church. And she would not have been able to buy those without my help. So I am so delighted for the work of Compassion. So make sure and check them out afterwards. Midge even brought us brownies. She says, I know the Hills Church love their tea and coffee after service. So I brought you gluten-free brownies for all to have. So thank you so much for that. Um, it is so, so good. We are so delighted to have you and your team with us today. But what I love is sometimes at church we say we're going to have these messages, they're going to be one-off, and it's going to be titled, What is in it for me? What's in it for me? And we thought no better day to do what's in it for me is all about compassion. And when we look into the Bible, we, we hear a lot about compassion. And what I also love is Mage is going over to Hills Kids today. And what, what our children over there is going to feel and they're going to experience is they're going to get to know from a young age what it's like to have a heart for someone outside their world as they know it. They're going to be able to realize that they can make a difference to child, children's lives across the world. Judah was even wanting to pick his little guy outside there before service. But what I, what I know does it for him is, who grew up watching ads on TV that saw trocra ads? That they saw ads that, you know what, were giving wells of water to children across the world. Kids don't see that now. There's no ads like that on YouTube for our kids. There's no ads like that on Netflix for our kids. So we were so passionate here at the Hills for getting Mage to also go over and tell the children about what is going on around the world and how they can be a blessing to all their children. So we are thankful for you. So thank you so much, Mage. She is going out now. So if we look at compassion and what it really means, I'm going to read a couple of descriptions. But compassion in the dictionary is concern or pity for those suffering misfortune. But if we look into the Hebrew and the Greek meaning of compassion, it is actually to do with internal organs. The word is derived from, in the Hebrew word, from the womb. And it is thought to be the connection between a mother and a baby. The bond is so strong and compassion is so strong between the mother and the baby. And why that's so potent is it says that compassion is like a physical feeling that we can feel when we feel moved to act upon someone that needs a little bit of help. When was the last time you felt compassion in your being. Can you remember? Well, there's no better man to learn about compassion than Jesus. Would you agree? When we look through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it is filled with stories 
of Jesus showing compassion. I'm nearly sure Jesus' ministry on earth should be, should be called Jesus' compassion ministry because Jesus just went around all the towns and all the villages showing compassion on people. It says in God's word, it says, um, as he passed in front of Moses proclaiming, this is in Exodus 34 verse 6, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, abounding in love and faithfulness. Our God is a compassionate God. But if you look into the Bible and type in the word compassion, how many times it talks about Jesus being compassionate, there is a lot there. And I kind of thought about it a little bit like a cup. And if our cup is full of compassion, you know what, we're able to share it out. And um, I think we get to the stage in life sometimes where we like to keep it to ourselves because sometimes you may have been hurt out of acting in response to being compassionate to someone. But we'll go there in a second. I love what Michael McNamee says. He was here once, and I don't know if he'll ever be back again because of his um, health. But he says, compassion is the language that the blind can see and the deaf can hear. Compassion is such a worldwide, worldwide currency. Anyone can feel the thankfulness and the weight of what compassion can bring to their lives. Compassion is a catalyst for miracles happening. When we look at the story of the feeding the 5,000 in the New Testament, what it really was was Jesus having compassion on the people. It says in Matthew 14, 14, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Jesus was a man who walked around wanting to show compassion. It was at his very core. And did you know that we are made in the image of God? We are people to be people of compassion. There are so many places in our lives that we can look at, well, you know what, it's easy. I can show compassion to my friends. They're sick. Um, you know what, you hear stories on the radio, you can feel moved. But the word compassion means you actually have the urge to do something about what you have heard. Compassion is a catalyst for miracles. And the thing is, when I read about in the New Testament about Jesus' work and what he did was, you have Jesus showing compassion to a man called Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was kind of hiding, wasn't he? And he was up in a tree. But Jesus knew that Zacchaeus needed some compassion in his life. So he said, I'm coming to your house. So there's people that need compassion but are hiding. But there's people like the lady who was hemorrhaging. Well, she went after Jesus. She needed his compassion. And how often can we either be people that are like, hey, I need help or hey, I'm hiding. And the thing is, Jesus sees us all. He knows all our needs. But if we are to be people of compassion, we can't be hiding. We cannot hide because how will people know to show compassion on us if we're going to hide our problems? We need to be the ones that say, hey, I need help. And on a local level, we in the Northwest like to think that we've got it all sorted, don't we? I don't need no help. I'll sort this out. I'll clean the sick myself, Andy. I don't need your help. 
But you know what? We also need compassion shown us, not from, just from the Lord, but from others. And I'm going to say it, it's not just the pastor's job to show compassion. You're too quiet in that. It's not just the pastor's job to show compassion on others. Jesus' key characteristic was to be a man full of compassion. And we on earth are to be like his image. We are to be like Jesus and to be compassionate. But as Maj said, you know, like she gets far more out of sponsoring those children than they maybe get out of her because it just does something in us when we take an action to respond to someone else's needs. We were talking recently about ever being on a missions trip. Hands up if you've ever gone on mission, like out, out on mission. I would say you probably agreed that it, would, it has changed your life forever. It has done something in you that has changed you forever. There is something about going out of our own comfort zone, getting out of our own skin, and saying, hey, I'm going to respond to people who need some help. And Jesus was the perfect man um, to show us what compassion is. Isaiah 54, and I already said it, though the mountains will be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. The Lord has compassion on you. But when we look at it, say, what's in it for me? Well, we are to be people filled with compassion. And on a local level, this church has been so good. Let's give yourself a round of applause. You know what? We have seen houses filled with oil. We have seen, we have seen homes filled with presents at Christmas for children. We have seen so much happen through the Hills Church because of you being compassionate to others' needs. And we are so thankful for that. And you will have people in your words that you show compassion to, whether it's sending a text, being a listening ear, being a prayerful friend, whatever that may look like. But I love that today we're going that bit wider because it says, go into all the world. Go into all the world. I know that I am making a difference on my compassion child's life. I read it in the letters. There's even an app on the phone. She says, you gave me money. I was able to buy my family animals for our, to live, I don't think they have a farm, but that was going to provide food for her family, food that they weren't going to have. She gets to go to a project where she gets skilled and gets to hear about Jesus. That's me. One person given a few pounds a month does that for her, but it's all because of compassion. When was the last time you felt compelled to be compassionate? Compassion is um, a hard word. It kind of describes an emotion, but it, it is more of a response than a reaction. Sometimes whenever we uh, see videos on the news or hear stories, we automatically feel that we need to do something about it. But showing compassion is actually doing something about it. Compassion isn't just feeling something that shakes you a little and we put it to bed. Compassion is an actual response that we do that makes a difference. We have a church full of compassionate people here. 
And sometimes lives can get busy and we sometimes forget what's going on around us rather than ourselves. Because what compassion isn't, compassion isn't looking inward, compassion is looking outward. And compassion is something that Jesus thought was important and it did so many miracles in those days, it has got the same power today. Would you agree? There is people locally that need to feel um, our love because did you know that whenever you show compassion, it said there, you did it for me. The Lord says you are doing this unto me. But whether your compassionate um, gesture is received or not, that person may feel unseen, they may feel lost, they may feel that no one cares, but whether it is received well or not, that person has just had a touch of heaven because showing compassion shows the love of God to people. There is no doubt about it that when we move and when we act, the glory goes to God. We are making a difference in people's lives for the better. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. He fed them, he healed them, he preached them. The list goes on. Jesus was a man of of compassion. And we at the Hills Church, we believe in Jesus, don't we? So if Jesus did it, if it's good enough for Jesus to do, is it good enough for us? Yeah. Do you know, Jesus' ministry on earth didn't last that very long. It says he kind of got into ministry when he was about 30, and we all know he was crucified around 33. He had three years that he went on mission. Isn't our gospels full of showing how compassionate Jesus was? I do not know how he got it all done in those three years. So, you know, in the Western world, it looks a lot different. We even... Like Ukraine, is it considered Western? Probably, I'm not so sure. But here in the UK, Northern Ireland, we're privileged people. Won't we agree? You know what? There's not many of us that in this room have had it awfully rough like other parts of the world. Extreme poverty. And if you're here today, well, we're so glad because you have obviously broken a cycle and the Lord has been so good. But we don't really know what extreme poverty is. We may know what it's like to not be able to buy the clothing item we want on this paycheck and maybe have to wait to another. We may think that we have to cut back on a few meals eaten out because we um, we bet out too much this month. We don't live in poverty at all, but it doesn't mean that people in our worlds don't need compassion shown to them. We've all got mental health. We've all got illnesses in our worlds. We've all got tragedies that we have experienced or saw. We've all in this room experienced loss, and we all probably need a little dose of compassion given to someone or at times having needed it yourself. Those are all things that are on our doorsteps. But I just want to close by this, because this is where we want to get to as a church. We want to be going on missions trips, church. We do. We want to be able to say, we're going to help those who do not have it well off as us. We want to show them the love of Jesus, and we want to bless them, don't we? We want to get to that place. We, we already are at the place where we like to bless the local communities, and we are so thankful for your um, commitment to that. We are so excited for Easter Sunday because we're hosting a free family community day. 
that anyone is welcome to. Free food, free ice cream, everything. And it is a day where not only people get to experience the goodness of God, but they also get to know what it's like to be in a community of people who are focused on Jesus. But we want to do this. It says, if I can find it in my notes, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. We want to be a church that doesn't just be inward focused, that we be outward focused, that we think of our families and friends and our church members who need compassion at different times, no matter what they're going through. But we want to be a church who are focused on going out into the world and making a difference in the places that cannot do it within their own nations. We're so um, blessed here in the UK and Northern Ireland, in Derry, London, Derry, to be able to bless other countries. Because Togo will never be able to give anything like we will be able to give them when it comes to monetary values. That we will never get experience back like that because we, we don't need what they need. But how blessed are we? God has positioned us here in Derry, London, Derry. We are blessed people and we are here so that we can be a blessing and show compassion to those who need compassion shown to them. So I would love you to stand with me this morning because I want to pray for us all because compassion is a word that we don't really often use. <laughs> you wouldn't really say in a sentence that my friend showed compassion on me this week. But it is a word that means a lot. It's a word that carries weight and it's a word that is a catalyst for miracles. Compassion changes lives. Compa compassion gives those food who needs food. Compassion offers prayers to those who need prayed for. Compassion gives meals to those who needs meals. Compassion clothes people who needs clothes. Compassion is a friend in a time of need. Compassion is a listening ear to someone who's going through grief or loss. Compassion is something that makes the world go round. It makes our lives sweeter when we show compassion and when we receive compassion. So what's in it for me? Well, when you show compassion, someone is being changed forever. Compassion is something that Jesus does and he wants us to be. He wants us to be people of compassion. But honestly, when you're in a place and you need compassion shown in you, it will do a lot for you as well. I'm sure you felt the power of prayers over your life. I'm sure you felt the power of um, a phone call on a day you've needed a friend. But let's be like the woman who went after Jesus and said, I have a need. Let's meet each other's needs. Let's help each other in times of needs. But let's also go out into the world and show compassion to those who need to get some help. So let us pray. God, we thank you that you are the finest example of a man who showed compassion. God, we thank you that we can learn from you, we can read your word and see the ways that you just showed your loving kindness on those who needed it most. God, I pray that you would stir up something in our hearts that would say, I need to have this feeling, this characteristic of compassion in my life. God, would you um, speak to us in our day-to-day -day journeys of 
ways that we can show compassion to others. God, when we hear something that we would just not listen, but that we would respond with something that is going to help change that person's world in that moment. God, we thank you that you're a good God. We thank you that we are blessed and that you have given us so, so much. God, we thank you that we can be a blessing because you have already blessed us. God, we thank you for each compassion child that is on a journey to finding a sponsor. God, we pray for their protection. God, we pray that in the waiting that they would find peace. God, we thank you for these children. God, we thank you for Mage and the great work her and her team do at compassion. But God, we thank you most that you have compassion on us. God, we are so thankful that no matter what our need or our worry or whatever's going on, that you are a God of compassion, you're a God of love, and that you're a God of peace. God, I pray for anyone in this room today that they would not hide a need, that they would share their need. God, that they would feel compassion shown to them and that they would get compassion shown to them in the way they need it most. And God, just as we finish today, we just want to pray for anyone who wants to say yes to Jesus, to enter on that journey of saying, hey God, I need a relationship with you. Because we know that relationships with God are far, far, do far more for us than what we could ever, ever do for anyone. God, you are a good God. So God, we pray for anyone in this room today that needs a touch from you. God, we pray for anyone who needs just to enter into that relationship. God, that they would get a starter pack and enter on a relationship with you. The best, the best miracle that could ever happen is the gift of salvation. So God, we thank you today for who you are. God, we thank you for how you blessed us and God, how you teach us from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?